0: Welcome everyone to Dragon Quest FM where we talk about and obsess over Dragon Quest. I'm Austin and this week I'm going to be chatting about the best characters in Dragon Quest spinoffs. This is actually a long requested episode from our patrons. Uh, Multiple people have asked for this. We've had some people on uh, social media ask us uh, just personally who are our favorites and things like that. So it seemed like a fun little episode to do. Uh, BJ is still having his crazy microphone troubles um, and could not record with me this week. So um, everybody, I guess, just go bully him (laughs) uh, online into getting a new computer or something because his computer uh, no longer recognizes mics of any kind, which obviously is a problem if you're going to be doing a podcast. So I'm sure if enough people just give him a hard time about it, then maybe he'll uh, get a new one. But we'll see. Uh, In the meantime, though, um, I'll be doing this episode solo. So if you like BJ and hate listening to me every single week, then maybe just skip this one entirely because it's going to be a 100% Austin episode. Also, before we get too far into today's episode... Uh, At the time this one is announced, Dragon Quest Tact has ended over here in the States, ended service, um, which is a real bummer um, not to just start off the whole thing being sad, but did want to kind of, I guess, in memory of Dragon Quest Tact, um, dedicate this episode because it was it it was a solid game. I always liked it. It is a mobile game that I actually stuck with uh, for a pretty solid year and a half, two years, maybe. And if you know me at all, you know that I do not play mobile games. I just can't get into them. And DQ Tact, I always thought the events were fun and getting to have characters and and monsters and just things from mainline Dragon Quest games. Uh, The events always kept me coming back, and I I thought it was a very good quality mobile game. Um, It was the kind of tactical Dragon Quest RPG that... I didn't necessarily want, because I wanted one on console. <laughs> but, um, but this one was pretty good, and I really liked it. And it kind of goes hand-in-hand with, with today's episode, because we're talking about uh, the favorite Dragon Quest characters in spinoff games. And uh, M- Magelly, Magellan, uh, the slime mascot from DQ Tact, uh, is personally one of my favorite slimes in Dragon Quest. I actually have a. Uh, this isn't a bit. There is a plush, a, a big plush of Magelli, uh with his with his map rolled up behind him that I bought years ago, and it's sitting right here. And I can see it, like where the way my microphone is placed, it's like I'm literally just talking at Magelli and some other plushes right now. So I can see his little smiley face. Like I I, I also really love Magelly too, and it sounds like a lot of other people did, so it's been a while since we've done this, but we went online and asked other people what their favorites were so that we could kind of get more representation for who the most popular characters were and uh, Magellan and Mendini both from DQ Tact uh, got several mentions um, from people like Ugly Idiot and Super Mustache Pika really liked those characters and there were several other Uh, people who liked those as well. Um, For DQ Treasures actually got some love, which I was pleasantly surprised to see because I really love DQ Treasures, and I feel like at any given time I might be one of the few people who did. I really enjoyed it, so it was great to see some people um, say they liked other characters. uh, Like Cutie Slime, how appropriate, said Uzabella from DQ Treasures was their favorite. And then... Going along with who I really love, um, Raphaelyx said Admiral Mogsworth, and uh, I, I love Mogsworth too. He was actually on my list to talk about today. He's the he's the pirate cat guy that um, starts off as your enemy, and then I guess minor spoilers for DQ Treasures if you haven't played it yet. Eventually, you can get him into your party, and um, and on your team and everything. And I was just I, I really liked his design. Uh, I, when I played, I actually played Dragon Quest X. What got me playing Dragon Quest X was the cat pirate guy. Um, I think he has like an English kind of like official name now, but I always jokingly called him Captain uh, Cat Pants on on this podcast and and uh, on my blog and stuff like that. But really, that's what got me playing Dragon Quest Ten was I saw I got the art book just for fun because I like art books and I love Dragon Quest, and so I got the dq10 art book um i can't remember what it's called off the top of my head but got that and i was flipping through it and i saw these all this concept art for captain cat pants and i was like oh this is really cool i can't believe there's this dragon quest game that i'm never going to get to play in english that has characters that look this cool um yeah i'm definitely going to have to play it and so back in 2020 i think it was back in 2020 yeah because it was during like covid lockdowns and stuff when i had a lot of free extra free time um i i sat down and played dq10 and it was purely because of that pirate cat guy and so admiral mogsworth is kind of like a, a very similar kind of uh design and and aesthetic and so whenever I saw Mogsworth for the first time, didn't even know his name back then. It was just like showing in the DQ Treasures, um, like teaser trailer and stuff. And I was like, I was like, oh yeah, okay. I've got to play this. That character looks really cool. I was a little disappointed that he didn't have a bigger role in Treasures. I know the story isn't necessarily the important part of that game, but uh, I would have liked to see him used even more just because of how much I really liked uh, his character. And just thought it was, um, I, I, I don't know. I really like Mogsworth. Um, his, his personality's kind of silly. And, um, I just, I absolutely adore that design. And I hope maybe not with DQ 12 because of DQ 12 da- darker. I don't know how like cat people would work in it, but I would love to have like a mainline DQ game that has some characters that aren't human that, uh, that look kind of like this and, and play with that because Dragon Quest, I guess the argument could be made that uh, that Ruff from DQ7 is kind of a non-human character, but, but generally mainline games always have those kind of human characters in them and you don't get to see some of the funnier stuff like... Um, games like star ocean or even final fantasy has done this before, like Kamari and FF 10, but where they have non-human characters. And I would love to see that with DQ 10, having, having the different races and everything. um, I would love for them to implement that into a mainland game that we actually get over here. So I I think that could be really cool. I'd really like that. Um, Unsurprising because uh, this one was on BJ's list. Um, so I'll talk about it for him today, was the plob Father from Rocket Slime. And several people uh, said that one, like Vimby on Twitter and also EnzFunzies, uh, who I realize is a big Rocket Slime fan, um, shared a lot of screenshots. And like, I... I, I, I like the plob father. Um, I think I said in our rocket slime episode, Slival kind of was the standout character for me just because I kind of like that like rival character that kind of you form an uneasy alliance with and that kind of thing. Like I just liked uh, those story beats, but I think the Plobfather was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, there's something about seeing a platy punk with a cigar and a gun that it's just like, <laughs> you can't, you can't help but kind of smile. And Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape... You can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Off the rails, Dragon Quest can sometimes be with its characters. And not that that's a bad thing at all. I mean, the Plobfather is awesome. And um, I think that Rocket Slime has a lot of really good uh really good slime characters this like could almost become just talking about slime characters because I know for me and Apparently by a lot of the answers we got online that people really like the the slime characters in these games And so I think that uh, this could trying to represent other non-slime characters um, But you know slival is really good. I like rocket as a protagonist helix from the heroes games is one of my personal favorites he might actually be my favorite slime i don't know he it's voice acted and just the the comedic timing and his personality and everything like i just i really like helix in the heroes games um i think i prefer him better in the first one when he's got the crown rather than in the second one when he's got like the little um military beret on his head um but just healy as a character i really like and uh, several people, or Helix rather, and several other people, like uh, Mayan said uh, they love Helix as well. Um, and then, and they said that they fell in love with Healdrick when they went to DQ Island last year. I've, I've not been lucky enough to go to DQ Island, but seeing Healdrick, now I'm kind of intrigued. I'm like, hmm, Healdrick? I don't, this is information I don't know about. Um, I would like to go to DQ Island and also fall in love with Hildrick, um, because that sounds really cool. And, um, I really, I mean, heel slimes are just awesome. Um, people love Healy from DQ4. I love Healy from DQ4. We did like a coolest slimes, best slime something like that episode, I think last year, maybe year before last. And, uh, Helix and Healy were both on on mine there. And then, of course, uh, Wadabow, uh, Yoru P said, Wadabow, uh, not too many Wadabow, um, People said what about?" It was kind of on mine, like Wadabow, Warabow, all of those in um, Dark Prince. It's like what Fizzy and Fuzzy, very similar designs too. I, I like those designs a lot personally. And I can really see just based on people's responses, like if it's not a slime, it's almost always kind of a monster like the Plobfather or, or Wadabow that people really enjoy and remember about DQ games. And I think that says a lot about the kind of spin-offs that Dragon Quest is known for but also just about the kind of designs and characterization that it puts into his its monsters you don't you don't always see that with RPG series especially ones that aren't that don't just purely revolve around you know monster catching like Pokemon for example, you don't see a series that that puts that much love and detail into these kind of side characters and designs. Um, Spirits of Lost Time and DQ11, which I realize is not a spinoff, but is a good example of kind of just a creature that was designed for a game that people latched onto, myself included. I have that plushie is also sitting right there uh, beside Magellan. It's just, um, it's one of those things that I get why people say that they like all of these because because the the monster designs are cool and that's kind of a a good segue for going into some non uh monster characters but also one final one which is goma chan from dragon quest die that one was bj's pick he 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 always loved goma chan if you listen to her die stuff die has never just especially resonated with me so i haven't not um just like oh yeah goma chan but you know BJ loves Goma-chan, has talked about Goma-chan all the time. I get it. The design is really cute. The character is really cute. Um, whenever Goma-chan cries in the anime, you just <laughs> you you want to cry. Um, and that's how I feel about Helix and, and, and DQ Heroes. And so um, didn't see anybody other than BJ who picked that one online, but we did get a few different people who mentioned Pop from the anime, which I think it might be... The most popular like human character, or maybe the most popular character in general from Die, and I think personally Pop is probably my favorite too. Um, Dom Dalloway YT said Pop, for instance, um, and so I liked Pop. I think Pop has a, a good character arc in Die, and uh, and I also liked playing as Pop quite a bit and having him on my team whenever I played the uh, Infinity Strash game. So I can definitely see why people love Pop. And then probably, um, to no surprise, um, I don't know. I'm not surprised by this, but you might be. Uh, The majority of people seem to think Human Malroth in DQ Builders was the best character. And that one was BJ's number one pick. It was my number one pick as well. Um, We just really liked Human Malroth. And I think anybody that plays Builders 2 probably falls in love with Human Malroth because it's a very likable character and just the entire narrative and everything that happens in builders 2 revolving around malroth um is just really solid so i'm not surprised at all that people said said malroth people like hooch who said malroth is the homie then we have axel that said malroth my beloved i miss him every day um and there's just way too many to name off here i'm sorry but uh, there's countless people that answered Malroth with exclamation points and Malroth in all caps and Mal. And that was overwhelmingly seemed to be uh, people's favorite uh, character from any Dragon Quest spinoff. So if I was like ranking these, I guess Malroth, human Malroth from DQ builders Two, would probably be there at number one. Cause it seems like that's the one that just everybody loves. I think that, I think that, the design like a lot of these i feel like like for me personally is because we like the designs we we think the monsters look cool like mogsworth for me it's definitely because he looks cool um, but i think with malroth it's just like you like the you just you, you like the dude you know he's kind of silly he's i mean he is malroth so even in human form he kind of has these um, murderous tendencies Uh, and so he's just like this cute little evil little um little guy that wants to be good and i just i don't know i think builders 2 is just an excellent spinoff game anyway and just incredible quality if you haven't played builders 2 uh definitely go play it i mean it's it BJ and I both hold it in high esteem and uh if you've listened to this podcast for more than just a few episodes I'm sure we've brought up how much we love Builders 2 um and and also how much we're still holding out hope for a Builders 3 um I just uh I think it could be cool for them to keep doing Builders games like this where the bad guy from the mainline game is a human um I guess it could cheapen the the impact of human Malroth that they just kept repeating it but also I think each villain is just different enough that you could do different things with their designs and personality and how they affect the story and everything. And, um, and I mean, I'm still sad to this day, whenever late in the builders Two game, whenever you have to put Malroth in jail and the game doesn't give you any choice, even though, you know, he's innocent and you have to put him in there anyway You go visit him in his cell and stuff like, um, that is still one of the, I think, angriest times I've ever been in playing a game where I was just like, please let me like, not have to do this. Like, Give me the choice to not do this. I understand that he's... I know he's not really guilty of this. I see what the game is doing. I know what it's doing for the like plot or whatever, but I don't like it. And um, I wish it had given me a choice because, because I felt really bad about doing that to Malroth. Um, some other uh, honorable mentions uh, go to the mascot i cannot remember their name right now and i'm sorry from dragon quest stars and then we also have floret from dragon quest swords which i thought some people might say because you know i mean it's floret people are probably gonna like that design if you know what i mean while i say it with my eyebrows raised and judging you through the speaker um so i had a feeling some people would say that from a from a storytelling perspective though like i like I think the designs in DQ Swords are pretty good, um, and I like Dragon Quest Swords. I mean, it was definitely a game. I enjoyed it because I played it with someone. Um, I don't know if I was just chipping away at it on the mote by myself. I don't know if I would have gotten tired with it very quickly. In terms of the overall characters, I think most of the characters in that game feel pretty weak and don't feel very well developed, but I also think that that game has some really solid designs um, within the Dragon Quest series. know they're all named after different kinds of like swords and styles and stuff Um, i like a lot of the designs that are in that not just for flora but um but your dad clay right isn't that his name um with the beard and everything like there's some cool looking designs that haven't been repeated too much but also i feel like dragon quest swords is a product of its time where you look at the designs and in Dragon Quest Swords, like, like, Floret, for instance, and see those, like, thigh-high stockings with the black and white stripes, and you're like, oh, yeah, this was made when, like, emo was really, really big. (laughs) Like, this is definitely a, like, mid-to-late 2000s game. Like, you can just, you can look at the designs, and even if you didn't know it was a Wii game, you could look at those designs, and you could probably say, like, oh, yeah, this game was made somewhere between, like, 2003 and 2008, and just know... But yeah, I think it's got some cool designs going back to to human stuff. And then uh, Mega Ball said Young Yangus. Um, that's one we haven't discussed yet. Did an episode where a friend Ryan was on here uh, discussing Young Yangus with me and he had played it. I have not. I own that one, but haven't got to just sit and, and play through it all or anything like that. I like the design of Young Yangus. Don't know enough about the game or understand Japanese enough to... Uh, pick up on Young Yangus's personality or anything like that, but uh, but the mystery dungeon games, just in general for Dragon Quest, um, have had some fun ones, kind of like Monsters with the way it shakes up uh, mainline character designs and side character designs and things like that. Honestly, all of these that we've talked about today and all the ones that people have shared, like I agree with all of them. Like like there's not one single one on this list or that anybody named off from just like nah or like how can you think that? Like I think. I think all of them are good. Um, and of course we're biased. Everybody loves Dragon Quest. I love Dragon Quest. That's why I'm talking about it right now. And that's why I haven't shut up talking about it in like, I don't know, six years, seven years. <laughs> so uh, so I totally understand and I get it. I also realize that it's a vast series with a lot of spinoffs and a lot of characters in those spinoffs. So we have probably overlooked, um, overlooked some of them. So... If you have a favorite character in a DQ spinoff, we're keeping this one to spinoffs, not just you know. I mean, the mainline games has some great characters too, but but um, but people have asked us specifically about spinoffs. So if you have one that we did not that I did not mention today, or that no one mentioned online, or that BJ didn't pick himself, that I'd mentioned today, uh, definitely let us know what that character is and uh, we'll try to mention it in a future episode because there are so many um, characters here that uh, it would be hard to just list them all off or even try to rank them because we're probably talking about dozens if not hundreds of characters that have been packed into these uh, Dragon Quest games Uh, but I think I did cover all the ones that at least got even one mention uh, from people online. If I skip somebody's, I am truly sorry. Um, but I realized this episode was a little short this week, but without BJ here talking to, you know, it's obviously gonna run a little shorter. Um, but more than anything, thank you guys for listening to me ramble today and ramble always and just always listen to this podcast. It really means a lot. And if you want to talk to us individually, remember, you can find us on twitter on blue sky at dragon quest fm you can also find me personally on both of those places at dragon quasta if you would like to help support this podcast and make requests for episodes like this episode here was a was a patron requested episode then you can head over to patreon.com slash dragon quest fm um And just a huge shout out to all of our patrons. We really appreciate you guys and hope you're having a great 2024 so far. Um, And thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye.